What's up, everyone, and welcome into the Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek on this Monday, October 7th. I'm Daniel Salerson alongside Pelicans.com writer Jim Eikenhofer and the radio voice of the New Orleans Pelicans, Todd Graffinini. We're sitting in Todd's penthouse suite. Jenna, Jim used to get the penthouse suites on the road, but because Todd is the official voice of the New Orleans Pelicans, he has bumped Jim from his normal top of the hotel. So, Todd, how are you enjoying it so far? Well, if this is what it's like in the NBA, I'm all for it. Yeah, absolutely. And you back in the slums. <laughs> this is like, yeah, this is early in my career. I'm back to that. You know, it's okay. Todd's a, a good individual. I'm, I'm happy to uh, slide over and, and get him all the, the, the top-of-the-line stuff that I used to get. So we just got back from shooter round. Pelicans will take on the Atlanta Hawks tonight, 6.30 p.m. Central Time. I'll have more for you after later on in our show. Our guest today is Antonio Daniels newest Pelicans television analyst for Fox Sports New Orleans. We kind of wanted to get a player's perspective on how to approach preseason. It's a little different between some of the rookies, maybe some of the vets, and also kind of for the fans, how to watch tonight's game as far as what you're looking for, what will be a success for the night, and also what are some things that maybe could concern you. So, guys, I'm going to start with you, Todd. It was interesting to hear Alvin Gentry today with a basically a whole new, you know, whole new team including some of the two-way guys, including some of the tram camp invites. It'll be, I'll be curious to see how Alvin handles the rotations for this preseason. Well, this was one of the things we were talking about uh, a week ago, how fascinating it would be to see how he would handle the minutes, how he would handle the rotations, because there's so many guys on the team. It is obviously as deep as it's ever been here. But we heard Coach mention after shoot-around that He's going to plan on playing guys for long stretches of time. So the thing about it is, if you're playing a lot of minutes tonight, you're not necessarily going to play a whole lot of minutes, say, in Chicago in two days, and then back to Utah at home on Friday. So he's really going to mix it up. He's going to get a lot of combinations in. That's another thing that he said today. What those combinations are, we're going to have to wait till game time. And Jim, you're curious to see how the rookies play in basically their debut. You have Zion Williamson making his preseason debut, same with Jackson Hayes. We can go into the list, Nikhil Alexander-Walker. A little bit different than summer league and maybe some college ball, so I think a lot of fans will have their eye on these three rookies tonight. Yeah, and I think one of the things that we as NBA media across the league don't talk about a lot sometimes is defense. I think that's one of the things that I'm curious to watch. Um, that's one of the toughest adjustments for rookies just because – excuse me, the caliber of talent that you're going against is so much higher than what you've ever seen. The pace of the game obviously is really fast. There's some different rules. So I'm sure like everyone, I'm really interested to see how those guys do. We don't know exactly how the minutes are going to be distributed, but um, I mean, even if it's not necessarily a ton tonight for all three of those guys, it's interesting to me that they play every other day for the next basically seven or eight days. So we're going to get a good, good view of, of everything really over the next week. And coach mentioned too, it's, Obviously, it's a cliche, but it is a marathon. It's not a sprint. And whatever happens tonight, he's not going to take really a whole lot of stock into it if the guys play great or if they don't play as well as they're capable of. It's just one game. It's the first game. And there's a lot of learning involved. The only injury status for the Pelicans tonight is Derek Favors. Questionable with that hamstring tightness. And Alvin Gentry said he's still questionable, so we won't really know until tip-off tonight. It'd be nice for him to play in his hometown, Atlanta, where he played college ball here as well at Georgia Tech. Before we get into Antonio Daniels, uh, you kind of touched on a little bit. You wanted to mention the defense. You can add to that if you want. But our seeky question of the day is kind of, Todd, is there a player 
or anything that you're keeping your eye on tonight, whether it's the offense, whether it's the pace? Is there anything that might want to strike you as far as, man, I might, might want to attention that? Or is it just more of you just kind of want to see this team mesh a little bit? I, I want to see it mesh. There, there, there's nothing really specific I want to see because it is the first game. Now, as we go deeper in and, and the rotations are going to get a little more set before we head to Toronto on the 22nd, then we'll start to get into specifics. But I just want to see the guys go up and down the floor, play as solid defense as they can. And look, Atlanta's got a lot to prove as well. Even though it is a preseason game, this is a young team. It's almost mirror images, so to speak, though. I would say the Pels are a much deeper team than Atlanta is. But just want to see how the chemistry is and what the rotations are going to be early on. Um, For me, I mean, there's a bunch of different stuff in terms of specific players that I could go through. But I think a couple things that stand out to me right off the bat are Lonzo Ball playing in this offense with the pace and the way that he passes the ball. I mean, I think people people know a ton about him in general, but I don't even I'm not sure if people totally understand what kind of passer he is. So just watching to see how he fits with that. I think he's going to do really well here. Um, Brandon Ingram is another guy that a lot of people have talked about, but it seems like the coaches and, and David Griffin have been very public so far with how well that he's, how good he's looked so far. So um, there's just, I mean, so many guys, those are two of them that I have a lot of optimism as far as the potential that they're going to show and what, what their upside is. So I guess tonight is going to be really the first time that we can see that in, in kind of an NBA game. All right, time now to get Antonio Daniels' perspective on the preseason in game number one. Jim and I were able to sat down with him during the open practice on Saturday. Here's what he had to say leading up to tonight's game. All right, making his debut on the Pelicans podcast is Antonio Daniels, newest Pelicans analyst on Fox Sports New Orleans. And uh, me and Antonio, at some point, will debut the podcast of Daniel and Daniels. We need to come (laughs) up with a tagline. You know how every lawyer has like for the people or... One call, that's all. I think we need to come up with something. So we got to come up with a hashtag. We got to come that's up with a okay. hashtag. Okay. Yeah. And okay. And a slogan. Maybe you can help us out with that, Jim. Jim Mike can offer in here as well, uh, joining us as we're getting ready for preseason action tonight as the Pelicans take on the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, Antonio, take us through, kind of as a former player, the approach to preseason. Because I know it's different. Rookies are going to approach yeah, it differently. Yeah. Veterans yeah. are going to approach it differently. Um how should the Pelicans approach tomorrow, being that there's so many new guys on the floor? Well, you have to use it for, for chemistry, camaraderie, but then you also have to understand certain guys that have been there before, and they approach it completely different than rookies do and young players do. So when you talk about J.J. Reddick and you talk about Drew Holiday and you talk about Derek Favors, guys that are proven and been down this road so many times, you approach it completely different than Zion will or then Jackson Hayes will, or Nikhil Alexander, you know, all these different guys. And even, even the middle guys, you know, the Brandon Ingrams and the Lonzo Ball. So it's just a, it's a different approach, but it all comes from the amount of experience that you had. I remember being a rookie. I was crazy excited to play preseason. But as you start to get a little older, you're not a rookie anymore. You're seasoned. You become a little vet. You become proven. Now it's like, look, you ain't even got to play me. You don't even have to play me if you don't want to. Because the most important thing, honestly, when you talk about preseason, is making it to the regular season healthy. What what do you think when you look at this team on paper? I know we're we're now going to finally get a chance to see them play preseason real soon. But as far as just the number of guys on this roster, I mean, it seems like it's going to be a challenge for this coaching staff to figure out who's in the rotation. And, And you know what, Jim? That's a great challenge to have. Sure. You know, you would rather be a coach that has to figure out 
how do I distribute minutes for the amount of talent I have as opposed to not having the talent to give the minutes to? Sure. And if you look at Alvin's situation, the depth that he has here, particularly at the guard position, you look at the guards that they have, once you get past those three, those three being Lonzo, Drew, and J.J. Redick, you still got guys that are very capable of contributing and being productive. So, and honestly, the way this league works, the way any professional league works, someone's going to be unhappy. Mm, right. Someone's going to be unhappy. You can't please everybody. You can't go out and give everybody 30 minutes a night. But good teams, one word that you will always hear and see affiliated with good teams is sacrifice. But you always have to understand, in an 82-game season, eventually your number will be called. So you have to stay ready at all times. One thing that you that just reminded me of one of the things that you, you mentioned, uh, a lot of the players, when they've been asked about the depth on this team and the fact that reality says that there's going to be probably good players that aren't going to play right. you know, over the course of the season, that might change. But um, one of the things I think a lot of the players have mentioned in response to that question is that they feel like this group of guys is really good. I mean, how much do you think that can help in terms of, I know the experience that you had as a player where you probably were on teams where you had guys that gripe a little bit or, I mean, how, how big is that? Maybe if it's easy to say that of course in preseason as well, but I, I do genuinely believe that they've put together a group of guys here that chemistry wise will be better than maybe than in some other situations. I agree. I, I think, um, and, and I agree with what you just said, you know, we're talking about the first week of October. You know, you can say a lot of things in the first week of October, but how do you respond 15, 20 games into the season when you haven't played yet? You know, the true testament of a man, a true testament of a team, comes when adversity hits. And adversity always comes in an 82-game season. But one thing you learn when you're in this league long enough, when you're blessed to play long enough, especially in today's generation, it is nothing. Guys aren't playing 82 games anymore. Yeah, It is no longer a badge of honor to play 82 games, whether it's um, – Low management, you know, any way you look at that, any way you break it down, you got low management, you got guys that are just, all right, you know, I'm feeling it a little bit. You got back-to-backs and guys taking nights off. So eventually your time will come. Yeah. And I have an, an equation that I've always used. Really when I'm talking to young kids, but you can use it in pros as well. Preparation plus opportunity equals success. So when you prepare for your opportunity, when that opportunity comes, you'll be successful. So even if you're not playing, Kendrick Williams is a great example. Kendrick Williams is a great example. He was DMP after DMP after DMP, but when his opportunity came, he played hard, and now he's a rotation guy, and he's, from his words, it feels good just to be a part of the team and know that he's a part of the team. There's going to be a lot of fans watching this game tonight, whether it's on NBA TV or, of course, Pelicans.com live stream or, or listening. Um, what advice would you give the fans watching a preseason game? Because some look at – some say, oh, well, they should do well. It's preseason. Right. Or if they, do, right. if they don't do well, they go, if they can't make it in preseason, how are they going to cut ah, it in the regular season? again. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I, yeah. I remember last year, it was funny, the last preseason game here at the Smoothie King Center, the Toronto Raptors came in here and lit the Pelicans up. Pascal yeah. Siakam had one heck of a game. And some people were like, how do you let Pascal Siakam end up being the sixth man of the year last year? You know, how did you do that? You know, this team's not going to be good. They start off 4-0 and then injuries kind of unraveled things. But mm-hmm. For the, for the casual fan that's going to watch and want to evaluate this team based on the first preseason game, keep in mind, what would you tell them to kind of look out for? Look at the bigger picture. Don't pay attention to the final score because these aren't rotations. Uh, what your job, what uh, Coach Gentry's job is now 
is he's fooling with rotation, seeing how guys play together, looking at how Zion might play with Derek Favors, looking at how Lonzo Ball might play with Drew Holiday. So you're throwing out different lineups. But as a fan, you have to be patient with the process. You know, you have to understand, there are only five guys on this roster right now that are a part of this team last year, which means you brought in a lot of new guys. When you bring in new guys, what that means is new guys not only have to learn a new system, but new guys have to learn each other. So be patient with the process. So with that being said, with new guys, that means chemistry is going to be important. When you're mm -hmm. watching Monday's game, I know you've been watching some of the training camp practices. Defense has been a, a lot of the focus right. at training camp, but also pace has yeah, been a big thing. thing. Is that the right. most important thing you look for is these guys getting up and down the floor? Right, and, and that's the thing. When you come into a Alvin Gentry ran training camp, you better be in shape. You better be in shape because – he wants to get the ball up the floor. One of the things I've heard him talk about, first three steps. First three steps offensively to get out and feel the break. First three steps defensively to get back and stop the break. Pace is incredibly important. And that's what I mean as a fan, it's easy to pay attention to Zion stats or Drew stats or J.J. Redick and how he shot the basketball. Look at the bigger picture, the culture that's being built and the style of play that the Pelicans want to play. Um. I know that uh, you, you hear a lot of opinions on you, you do NBA Serious Radio mm -hmm. and Joel. And do you, what's your sense for what people's expectations on the outside are for this team? Is it one of because to me, I feel like this is just a, a really hard uh, team to predict. Maybe one of the hardest in the league is is that something that you get a, you feel is has been the case so far? It, it has. And, it, and it's it's not just this team. You know, you, you look at the West in general. You basically, it comes to a point, and Daniel, I believe we were talking about this a couple days ago, you have 12 teams fighting for eight spots because the Pelicans improved over the summer, obviously, mm -hmm. as did Dallas, as did Sacramento, you know, as did San Antonio. So and to go with the other teams that are already there, the two Laker teams, I mean the two L.A. teams, you know, Utah has improved. So you can go down the line. And it is, it's tough to get a feel for this team, but it's not tough to get a feel for the West. You know, you understand what you have in the West, and that's why I think it's incredibly important for this team. When the regular season starts, when these five preseason games are over, to get off to a good start. Because when you're a young team and you have an opportunity to gain some momentum and build some chemistry and camaraderie and confidence off the get-go, I think that'll prove and pay dividends as the season moves. Uh, next Friday, you're going to make your television debut yeah. <laughs> in a preseason game. But that goes to my question as far as the hype surrounding this team. And we've talked about this off air about, and you saw the crowd on Saturday at open practice to right. line out the door. I was here at two o'clock. People were lining up ready to get in for a six o'clock open practice. But the fact that there hasn't been a local television preseason game since I've been here, this is my ninth season. So the fact that um, one, how excited are you to get on the air with your new partner, Joel right. and Jen, and also the fact that because of how much attention is surrounding the scene, that they are going to do a local Fox sports game here in New Orleans. How great is that? Well, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. You know, I, I, I firmly believe that life is about timing. You know, the Lord puts you where he wants you and will not put you somewhere he has not prepared you to excel. And I am extremely excited to be working with Joe. I've worked with him in the past three or four years at Sirius XM, Jen Hale, and I've done some spot work, obviously, with the pregame show, postgame right. show, halftime. So you as know far this as, team, right, too. Yeah. As far as an in-studio analyst is concerned, but now this is completely different. You know, I love to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I love to talk, and I love basketball. 
So I am blessed to do something and get paid to do something I'm passionate about and I will be doing anyway. So I'm excited about next Friday. Is there is there any nerves going into it? Because I know you've done studio work and you've done everything. Any nerves that go into your well, first broadcast? It, it'll be. It's, it's not just the first broadcast. Yeah. You know, I tell my daughters all the time that play sports. It's okay to be nervous. Right. It's all right. You know, and yeah, of course I'll be nervous because I want to become a part of this community. You know, I, I want to be. Um, when that game comes on, I want people to be excited. I want people to be educated. I want me and Joe to be a fantastic team together um, on air. So, yeah, you always you always have nerves within you because you're always worried about the other side. Well, what if and what if and what if? And once you get past all the nonsense and push all the pessimism and negative thoughts out the door, man, I am blessed to be here. This is a fantastic situation that I'm blessed to be a part of. Well, Antonio, we appreciate the time, and this won't be the last time you're on this podcast. Be on the lookout for the podcast of Daniel and Daniels. We will have to come up with a tagline. So if any of you have any taglines, you can, what's your Twitter handle so that people can maybe contact you? Daniels 33 All right, at D. Sallers. And or if you want to chime in with Jim, too, at Jim underscore Eichenhofer. We need to get a cool tagline. Maybe we need to get a pose like with some suits on, kind of like those the, billboards. Your last name actually gives it – that gives it the, the lawyer. The Dan, podcast of Daniel, Daniel Daniels, Daniels and, and Eichenhofer. Man, mm. that's it. I'm telling you, that last name, <laughs> that puts it over the top. Well, I, I think we have something here. Right. So be on the lookout for that. Every every couple of weeks we'll have something for you. We're looking to get Joel back on as well for the podcast. But Antonio, um, I've been able to get to know you the last couple of weeks and learn a lot from you already as far as the basketball is concerned. And really excited to have you on board. Thank and you. Uh, we'll, Thank you. we'll talk to you on Friday. For sure. All right, guys. Big thanks to Antonio Daniels for coming on today's podcast. Also, Jim Eichenhofer and Todd Graffinini as this Pelicans podcast is presented by SeatGeek. Trying to find tickets to basketball games or any other live event can be complicated. There's hundreds of sites and shady pricing. With SeatGeek, do everything in one place. Search for and discover the best deals on seats. Buy from any device and sell and transfer tickets in just a couple of taps. With their deal score technology, they rank the most valuable seats based on price, location, historical data, and more. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Best of all, for our listeners, you'll get $20 off your first purchase in the SeatGeek app. Use code GOPELS, all capitalized and no spaces, at checkout. SeatGeek. Let's go. Again, that's GOPELS, one word, all capitalized, for $20 off your first purchase. All right, tip off tonight, 6.30 p.m. Central Time. You can watch it nationally on NBA TV. Locally, you can watch it on pelicans.com. There'll be a live stream of tonight's game from State Farm Arena. And, of course, we uh, urge you to listen to the radio broadcast on ESPN 100.3 New Orleans. Todd Graffinini makes his Pelicans debut tonight. I'll be there alongside him. Uh, pre-game show will begin at 6, and then again, tip-off at 6.30 p.m. Central Time here from Atlanta. Glad you can join us. We'll have our podcast again on Wednesday from Chicago where the Pelicans will take on the Bulls in preseason game number two. For Antonio, Todd, and Jim, I'm Daniel Salerson. Thanks for listening to the Pelican Podcast presented by CQ.